This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good day (laughs) to you today. I hope you are in a great mood. Your mindset is making you happy and healthy and wealthy and everything is tickety-boo, hunky-dory. But then if it was, you really wouldn't be listening to me now, would you? You'd be out there doing what you need and want to do. But given that your mindset is probably not in the best place, we are going to talk about something that I've just gone through that is embarrassing, but I won't go into the details so you won't find it embarrassing, and what you can do to change it. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a situation where you've had a conversation with someone and you've overreacted to it or you've reacted to it and it was only later that when you were at home or you were talking to a friend about it that you realised, oh no, that's what they meant or that's how I could see it. I have done that recently and it can be embarrassing, especially when you are quote unquote called out for it, which thankfully in this instance, I wasn't at least not yet because who knows. But it's also when you realise, ah, ah. Now, the thing about overreacting is that you have one perspective on a situation. So someone said something to you. And you've taken it in either, quote unquote, the wrong way, or you've just taken it in a way that it wasn't intended. And this is a challenge of communication. When we communicate with somebody else, we really do expect and think and believe that the words that we say are taken in the way that we intended them to be taken. And the intention behind it is what the other person receives when they hear our words. And it's not even close to the truth. Everything that I say to you is now going through your filters from who you are, your upbringing, your day you've had today, even the week you've had, your state of health, the amount of sleep that you've had, and whether there are other things on your mind. So I'm saying all these words to you, and I'm trying to get them to go through your filters so that you can hear my intention and take it on board. No easy feat. Just recently, I was in conversation with someone and I took their words the quote-unquote wrong way. Well, I say that, it's not a fact, but it was only hours later, in fact, when I was in bed, you know what it's like when you go, well, it can be, that you wind down and then you start thinking about things. You think, oh my gosh, that's what they meant. And so I was in bed and when I, and I wasn't ready to go to sleep so I tend to watch YouTube videos or whatever just before I want to wind myself down and it was like oh no he could have meant it like that or she could have meant it in that way and then I felt bad and then I thought oh my goodness I have overreacted again now I've not done this for a good few years So I'm giving myself that. I have been really good, quote unquote good, in being measured, in standing back, 
giving myself breathing space and not overreacting. But this particular thing that this person said and did got in. And the only reason that these things can get in and make us react is because we have on... If I'm putting it in the woo-woo terms, we have unhealed stuff from before that is still sore. If you imagine if you've cut your finger, it forms a scab. And for days later, it's still sore, isn't it, until it gets better. Well, I want you to imagine that a similar cut was made to you previous years. It could be decades ago, but it never healed because... There were other cuts that happened to you that you put in the same category as this one. And so they just stayed there and they were they were sore to touch. It's like we get defensive. So that's how you know you get defensive. So when I overreacted, I got defensive. And because it's in the moment, I wasn't aware at that actual time that I was overreacting and that I was being defensive. Fair enough. And the only way to not do that is to find those triggers and disarm them. That is the only way. I found the trigger and I went back and I disarmed the association. Much like you've got that cut, it's got a gaping slice in your finger you need to put a plaster on it and you need to let it heal. You need to let the body do what it body does. And you, so you, and it gets healed and it, it's no longer sensitive. But I want you to imagine that that same cut that needs to be healed, you're not allowing it to heal because you keep picking up the scab or you keep cutting it. It's never going to heal. And that's what happens with us from decades ago in our life that something happens and it happens to get in. It happens to wound us at the time. But then we keep doing other things or we keep experiencing other things or we keep thinking in a certain way that keeps that wound from healing. And that's what this is. And this that's just an analogy to help me to understand where I'm coming from and what's happening to you as well. So years ago, things happened and a wound was, was created. This situation happens decades later that mirrors the exact same situation that happened decades ago. I hadn't, obviously at that time, I didn't have what I've got now, so it just stayed there. And so I overreacted. And what I want to say to you is I want you to to look at the situations that you're in every day, every week, every month, and look at where you feel the most aggrieved where you get irritated or angry or annoyed because that's the indicator that you've got a wound that is still open and has not been healed. And what you need to do is find a way to disarm the association. So let me go back to my black dog story. When I was four, five, uh, six years old, around that age, I remember playing out and I fell over. And at the same time I fell over... I fell over on some broken glass and I actually cut my knees open and I, and I don't remember going to the hospital or anything like that, but I, I did. Apparently I've got stitches in my knees. And at the same time that happened and that hurt and I was crying, a black dog came bounding down the road towards me, barking. Now, I don't know if it was chasing somebody else or what was going on, 
But in my little brain as a four, five, six-year-old, that dog was coming for me. So I had the association of falling over pain, cutting my knees, and then a black dog barking at me. And ever since then, throughout my entire life, to maybe, well, actually, even till today, I am wary of black dogs. Now, I used to be scared of black dogs, but I've worked on it since, and now I'm wary of black dogs. So that association to black dogs is still there, but not enough to make me feel scared of going out and being around a black dog. That is the association that if you're feeling angry, irritated, upset, annoyed, you overreact, you get hypersensitive to, you cry about, you lash out at somebody about, that's saying that the association is still there, the wound is still there, and you need to change it. If you don't change it, you're still reacting that way. So see black dog, feel scared, get upset. Yeah, or see black dog, get upset. That's the that's the association. See a white dog or a brown dog or a spotty dog or any other dog, like a poodle, that's black. It's fine, but this, this was a certain type of dog, yeah? See those, feel fine. See this kind of black dog, feel scared. Do you understand so the association? So in this situation that I was in recently, I was talking to someone. They said something that somebody had said to me decades earlier and it had the same effect of me that it had decades earlier when I felt upset and angry and I felt uh, left out and misaligned and pushed to one side about it. That reaction came flooding back and I overreacted. And it was only later that I was like, ah, oh, right, okay, and I disarmed it. So what I want you to understand something here. This is really, really important. The reason why this is called a Mind Controlled Life Podcast is because you can get your mindset under your control, yeah? You have to understand when it's not under your control. And in every situation without exception, every situation without exception where you are reacting in a negative way, you're overreacting, you're getting upset, you're getting angry, you're getting irritable, you're hypersensitive, any of the things that I've described already, that is telling you that there's an association that still needs to be changed. When you change it, that's when your mindset is back under your control and you can react and respond in the way that you want. Now, I know I've spoken about this recently, not even recently, I've spoken about this before. It can't be said too much that you have to have a process that disarms this for you. You really do. I was um, on Facebook, where I'm usually on Facebook, and somebody was talking about how they overcome an issue and they reframe things. In fact, this happened a couple of times this week. Somebody was talking about using the words and that helps to reframe it. So if you say, I should go to the dentist versus I could go to the dentist, it has a very different feel inside our bodies when we say those words. And that's true. And that's also how you initially and tentatively can reframe something. So if I say to you, Janet, you should have picked those shoes up, then that feels very different to me saying, Janet, you could have picked those shoes up when you came in. Even though I'm still, quote unquote, telling you off, it feels different, doesn't it? That's a form of reframing. Now, when you reframe a situation, you give yourself another way of seeing it and it can work. The difference is, however, that that trigger is still live. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, but 
years ago, you when you bought a, a an electrical appliance, it didn't necessarily come with its own plug. Now, this is a long time ago, because now, I think because of the safety or whatever, everything electrical that you buy automatically comes with a plug. But I want you to remember back in the day where not everything did, and you had to buy your own plug and get your own amps, and you had to fit it yourself. One of the wires is live, and if you touch it, or if you wire your plug properly, it'll either blow the fuse, or it won't work. So you had to be careful about all of these things, yeah? When you do not change the association at the unconscious level, and you just reframe it, that, that wire is still live it's just not being touched at this moment in time you sort of touch another wire if that makes sense but it's still live and so you 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 will still get triggered by it so I am imploring you today to sit down and think okay where are the situations where I react and you you might want to blame another person for it you think no it's them it's them they always bring out the worst of me which is what I say there are certain people that bring out the worst in me But all that means is that that association to that kind of interaction is still live. And if I want to react in a different way, I need to change it. Yeah. And that's what I'd like you to do with this. Because when I changed it and I got that, oh, 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 they might have meant it like this. Or they might have even meant it like that. That's when you realise the power of changing your own perspective on things makes for a very, very different experience in the exact same situation. So now I don't see this person as having a go at me or putting me down or putting me to what, pushing me to one side or ignoring my wishes or wants. And now see it as, ah, they were just da 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 And I now feel better about that interaction with that person. I started off my career as a coach helping women deal with relationship issues. Now, the the, the relationship issues with their spouse or significant other is slightly different from an interpersonal relationship, except in how we react. And that's the bit that I always focused on. So if they reacted badly to their, it's usually women, so their husbands saying no, that they can't go to this place on holiday. I would help them to see it differently and give them a a way to feel empowered and asking for what they want. Telling them that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get it, but they will feel better in themselves if they have a little bit more control. Because that's a reality, isn't it? If you're in a partnership with someone and you spent 20 years saying, okay, yeah, whatever you say goes, and then you start to become empowered, it's not necessarily going to go down well and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get what you want. However, it's really good for your confidence to then channel that into other areas of your life where you do have a little bit more control. Anyway, that's a side issue. I started helping women to see things in a different way. And this is when you can start to feel empowered, when you can start to feel in control, when things happen better for you, when you take your mindset and you change it to see the things in the way that you want to see them from the unconscious level up, And that's when you can respond in the way that makes it work for you. Yeah. Relationships, interpersonal relationships. There isn't anybody alive that doesn't have an icky one somewhere. And if that icky one is your boss or your manager or somebody that you work with or you see every single day, then it's not fun. 
if that happens to be someone that you, like a family member you see once a year, then you can put up with it and you tend to just put up with it. The best tip, but it's not even a tip. This isn't about tips. This is really about you now sitting down and thinking, do you know what? If I'm reacting in this way and I'm the one that gets to feel bad about it, and that's true. When you get upset or angry or annoyed or irritated or um, whatever about a situation, that other person isn't feeling a thing. And that's what always makes me, not it doesn't actually make me do the work, I do it anyway, but it, it it's a really good way of thinking about it because I think, well, is there any point in me being upset with them? No, because if I'm upset, angry, annoyed, irritated by what they've said, are they now feeling that at this moment in time? No. Who's feeling it? Me. So what do I need to do? I want to change how I react to them. Yeah, but what about the fact that they said that and they shouldn't have said it? I, I don't care. I can't do anything about them. I can't make them feel bad for what they've said or not said or did or didn't do. And so I go into this this dialogue with myself and think, well, no, because it doesn't work for me. Me getting upset and angry about the fact that they said something and they're skipping off into the sunlight, enjoying their life, does not work for me. So this is why... I, this is what I say this to my clients, and I'm saying this to you too. When you get stuck on the idea that, well, they did say this, and, and I am justified in feeling this way, do you want to? No, but, but really, do you want to go around feeling bad because somebody else said something that, that that they shouldn't have said? And my answer is no. For me, no. And I'm hoping for you, no, because it doesn't make your life any easier or nicer or better or much more fulfilling if you're harboring all the stuff that people have said. And I'm absolutely the world's worst at that. And that's why I spent my decades using my processing to help me to feel okay and good and great in situations that I couldn't feel okay and good and great in. And that's what I wanted to give you today. I wanted to spur you on even more of disarming those associations that you've got around the people that you work around, you live with, or you just know, yeah? And when they say something and it makes you feel bad, know that you can now live a mind-controlled life, not because I say so, but because you've already got the brain to do that. You just need a little bit of a push to make it happen and I'll speak to you soon